Well, hi there, I'm Sam Waldron, and you're tuned in to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. Every week, we've got a theme on this program. Today, our spotlight is on Les Paul and Mary Ford, a husband and wife team who were wildly popular in the early 1950s. They both played guitar, though that was mostly Les Paul's claim to fame. Mary Ford did the singing. Today, we'll have lots of opportunity get to know her voice. Here's what's on tap this hour. We're going to hear a handful of their hit records. We'll hear an example of how they tried to reinvent themselves as country musicians. And this is something that most people today have never heard. We'll listen to an episode of Les Paul's national radio show on NBC. To get things going musically, I'm going to let Les Paul himself introduce our first recording. Hello there. Well, I still have my guitar hanging around my neck and my wife, Mary. Hi. And uh, my invention, the less pulverizer, I have that on oh, the floor. Oh, no, you're not going to start fooling around with that thing again, are you? Well, don't say it that way. That, that's our stock and trade, the less pulverizer. Yes, but we've got to eat, you know. You better get a job. Oh, well, just how do you propose that I should go out and get a job? Well, look in the paper. Do something. How does anyone get a job? Right now? Well, certainly. Well, all right, you go get the paper, and I, I was going to play a tune here called "In the Mood." Now I want to, I want to, I want to try something here by beating on the strings. It sound like a drum. See, and get my foot going like this. Say, <laughs> you're really busy. You get the beat going, and then we plug one guitar into the less pulverizer. Well, listen.
Well, that guy could sure play the guitar, the electric guitar, which in fact was invented by Les Paul, with a little embellishment from a contraption he called the Les Paulverizer. It was a way that he could record their guitars and voices and harmonize with themselves. This is common nowadays, but remember, in 1950, everything was analog, not digital. We're going to hear a little bit more about that pulverizer later in the show, but now let's bring up Mary Ford. We heard her talk briefly before she went to get the newspaper so her husband could look for a job, but as it turned out, Les Paul didn't really need a job. He had a musical gold mine in Mary Ford's voice. Let's listen to her now in a top ten hit from 1954 called I'm a Fool to Care. I'm a fool to care When you treat me this way I know I love you But what can I do I'm a fool to care I'm a fool to cry When you tell me goodbye You left me so blue When you were untrue I'm a fool to care I know I should laugh And call it a day But I know I would cry Kisses the roses 
heart fills with gladness when I hear the trill of the birds in the treetops on Mockingbird Hill. Tra la la, tootle dee dee, it gives me a thrill to wake up in the morning to the mockingbird's trill. Tra la la. and Mary Ford with Mockingbird Hill. That was one of 28 hit singles they recorded for Capitol Records from 1951 to 1957, and we're going to hear nine more of them this hour. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about these two musicians. Les Paul was born in 1915, and before he was 10 years old, he had taught himself to play the harmonica, the piano, and the guitar. He was also an inventor, and among his first creations was a neck strap that let him play the harmonica hands-free while he accompanied himself on the guitar. He's also credited with inventing the solid-state electric guitar in the mid-40s. Mary Ford was named Iris Colleen Summers, was born into a musical family. In junior high school, she and a friend started making gospel recordings. When she was 15, she won a talent contest, and one of the judges was Judy Garland. When she was 20, she started singing and playing guitar with a country music group called the Sunshine Girls, and she came to the attention of Gene Autry. Autry recommended her to his friend Les Paul. Iris Colleen Summers and Les Paul started performing together, and Paul gave her a stage name, Mary Ford, after looking through a phone book for a short, catchy name. By 1949, they were married. It was his second marriage and her third and it wouldn't turn out to be her last. One of their early top ten hits featured both of them on guitar, a lively cover of Eddie Fisher's Lady of Spain.
Well, that is sure some guitar picking. It's pretty hard to imagine that was just two guitars and one percussionist, but that's the way it was. Les Paul and Mary Ford and their song Lady of Spain. I'm Sam Waldron. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. And this hour, the spotlight is on Les Paul and Mary Ford. Their biggest hit of all time was released in 1953. It was number one on the Billboard chart for 11 straight weeks and called Vaya con Dios. Now the hacienda's dark, the town is sleeping. Now the time has come to part, the time for weeping. Vaya con Dios, my darling. Vaya con Dios, my love. Now the village mission bells are softly ringing. If you listen with your heart, you'll hear them singing. Vaya con Dios, my darling. Vaya con Dios, my love. Wherever you may be, I'll be beside you. Vaya con Dios. 
Well, wow, that's just an amazing combination. It's not clear which one is the bigger attraction, Les Paul's skill on the guitar or Mary Ford's vocals. Before these two got together, Les Paul had recorded with Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby, and the Andrews Sisters. By some accounts, he tried to overdub Mary's vocals so they sounded a bit like the Andrews Sisters. I think I could hear it in that recording. As we look back from the 21st century, it's easy to think that this dynamite combination was inevitable, just meant to be, but in fact, their success almost got derailed before it even started. In 1947, Mary was driving them on an icy highway in Oklahoma when she crashed through a guardrail and the car slid off into a frozen ditch. Nobody even found them for three hours, and they spent a year and a half recovering. Mary broke her pelvis... Les Paul shattered his right arm so bad that one doctor said it should be amputated. But he wasn't about to accept that fate. Another surgeon managed to put his arm back together with the elbow fused at just the right angle so Les Paul could pick on his guitar. Les Paul's wife left him about that time and Mary moved in to help him recover. Well, their popular songs didn't seem to be very ambiguous about whether they were happy or sad. The World is Waiting for the Sunrise, which we just heard, is happy. Now here's a sadder song, their cover of The Tennessee Waltz. I was dancing with my darling to the Tennessee Waltz when an old friend I happened to see I introduced her to my loved one And while they were dancing My friend stole my sweetheart from me I remember the night and the Tennessee now I know just how much I have lost Yes, I lost my little darling The night they were playing The beautiful Tennessee
just how much I have lost Yes, I lost my little darling The night they were playing The beautiful Tennessee The Tennessee Waltz. That song was written in 1946 and famously became a huge hit in 1951 for Patti Page. When Les Paul and Mary Ford covered the song, it quickly became a top ten hit and helped make 1951 a very good year for them. In that year, Paul and Ford had more top ten hits than Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, and the Andrews sisters put together. They also earned $500,000, equivalent to about $5 million in 2021. Part of that money came from their very first big hit single, How High the Moon. I'm ready to fall, I'm sitting on top of the world 
just rolling along, rolling along. on top of the world. Certainly a happy song for Les Paul and Mary Ford, who turned it into a top ten hit in 1953. And now we're about to go back to the year 1950, and we'll listen in on a coast-to-coast broadcast of the weekly Les Paul Show. I'm Sam Waldron, and today our show is all about Les Paul, the great guitar player, and his wife and singer, and also guitar player, Mary Ford. Up next is a 15-minute episode of the Les Paul Radio Show, which was on the air every Friday night in 1950. We're going to hear some more banter between them. We'll hear some of their music, naturally, and we'll learn a little bit more about that Les Pulverizer contraption. It's the Les Paul Show. Yes, we call it the Les Paul Show with Mary Ford. You can call it transcribed because here it is, hot out of a recording machine. And here's the guitar himself, Les Paul. Hi. Well, uh, I've got my guitar and I'm here... Uh, I guess I ought to mention that my name is Les Paul and that uh, the other half of the act, my wife, Mary, she's usually here to sing some songs, but something's happened. Well, she just hasn't showed, so I'll carry on the best I can. A couple of things are missing tonight. One is my invention, the Les Pulverizer. That's a gadget I invented. I've been using it on the show here. By plugging my electric guitar into it, it makes it, uh, multi- it multiplies it until I have a full orchestra of guitars. And if you sing into it, it makes one voice into 15, 20, or as many as uh, you can stand. Well, they're both missing, and I'll be doggone if I know what's happened. No, 
Now, if someone hadn't stole my electric less pulverizer, I'd be sitting here strumming this one guitar and it'd sound like six. That's a good old tune. Remember Avalon? Sure wish Mary would get here and she could help me find that high-volt rustler who stole my gadget. I guess I'll stay on this. This sounds good. to be sitting around here with just one microphone trying to be a normal individual, one guitar. You know, now that I think of it, Mary's been acting kind of strange lately, asking a lot of questions about that invention of mine, and she's been making a lot of trips down. Say, I'll bet you I know where she is. Wait a minute. Excuse me, folks. Mary! Mary! Are you calling me that? Mary, are you down in the basement? Well, how do you like that? You can't trust these women. Mary Ford, you get up here this minute with my pulverizer. Okay, I'm coming up. I didn't know you were looking for me. Less. How corny can you get? And Mary, quit twisting those dials. What happens if I turn this dial? What? What'd you say? I was gonna say... Leave that dial alone. Your voice is definitely too high. Oh, me. Well, hello, Amos. Where's Andy? Mary, I'm telling you, you're going to bust something. Hey, here's one I haven't tried. Mary. Would you repeat that? Mary. What is it, Jack? Hmm. What a commotion. Why does everything have to happen to me? I wonder if... Edison or Benjamin Franklin went through a thing like this. Well, Benjamin Franklin was a great man. He oh, discovered he electricity. He did, huh? Well, what about the guy that discovered the meter? He's the one that made all the money. <laughs> the best thing you can do is loosen up those straps and take that less pulverizer off your back. And don't forget to pull the AC plug out of the wall before you get a shock. Never mind. Here, let me help you with that. I got it on and I can wiggle out of it. You aren't a sight for sore eyes trying to wiggle out of that gadget. You look like a hula dancer. Do I really? Oh, Mary. You act so silly. Now with my Mary Forderizer, I throw this switch, and now I'm three. Come on, Les, grab a guitar. I'll make you sound like poor Fred Waring. Well, he doesn't even play the guitar. He plays the banjo. Toot to do a light, 
Tom Swift's electric grandmother, Mary Ford. Yes. Mary, my advice to you is to toss a guitar over your back to protect yourself from buckshot and head west in a boat loaded with pineapple for that beautiful island. Les, help me, help! What, Mary, what's the matter? I don't know. Your machinery is starting to smoke and I can't get it off my back. Undo the straps, Les. Come on over here and I'll help you. Didn't I tell you something would happen? Yes, Les, I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. Please mm. hurry, please. And you promise never again to fool with my inventions? Yes, I promise. And will you remember that it's the Les Pulverizer and not the Mary Forderizer? Yes, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, well, turn around. Oh, there you are. Thank heavens I'll never do this again. Well, that'll teach you to stay away from my inventions. Well, now to grab my guitar here. Got to plug it into the less pulverizer. I got to set all these dials over again. You twisted them when you were going haywire. Now, let me see. I got to do this. There you are. Now, I'll put a wire on here. Oh, here's the trouble. There you are. Three guitars. Still isn't any bass, so there's something. Oh, here it is. Now watch the bass. See, that's better. Boy, this thing is sure messed up. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, this is a good tune, you know. Maybe the folks would like to hear it all the way through. What was the name of it? Where or When. I liked it. 
Mary, tell me, uh, as my wife, are you tired of playing second fiddle to the guitar? If it were just your guitar, it wouldn't be so bad. But having our lives centered around these crazy electrical gadgets... I think I see your point. I've just made a decision. I'm through with electronics. No more electrical gadgets for me. Really? Yep. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, I felt for a long time that you've been fed up with this stuff, so I've decided to call it quits. Oh, good. Uh... Which reminds me, why did you ever go down in the basement with that gadget in the first place? Well, I thought if the thing could make one guitar sound like six... Yes? I could plug in my new Hoover vacuum cleaner and clean the house six times as fast. Yes, you, w you would think of something like that. And by equalizing the output and connecting the grid... Oh, of I the understand. Tube. Thank you, Miss Vacuum Cleaner of 1950. Now she pauses in her work to sing a song that swept the nation a few years back. I'll see you in my dreams. The corn's sure popping now. <laughs> Here's your broom, gal. Sing. <clears throat> now? Now. I'll see you in my dreams. Hold you in my but I can't take the credit. Well, I stand sure. here and sing into a microphone and there's 12 other voices on there I had nothing to do no, with. No, no, no. You're over there turning your dials and fooling with wires and playing the guitar. And no oh, more electric wires for me. I'm done with them, believe me. Oh, I'm, I can't believe you're I'm going to join Wires Anonymous. Oh, but Les, you'd miss all of that. No, no, no. I made up my mind, so you can help me by not mentioning anything about it. I, I, I'm done. Someone's at the door. Would you answer it, please? 
let's see. Oh, yeah, I was talking about uh, electrical gadgets. Well, I, I'm going to join this club, Wires Anonymous. That's quite a place. Eh? No wire, no electronics. Don't dare mention it. It's Western Union, man. Oh? Are you Les Paul? Yeah. I have a wire for you. Wire? Don't even mention that name around here. Who sent you, Alvino Ray? <laughs> Good night, folks. Good night. Listening to the Les Paul Show, a transcribed illusion made up of one part Les Paul on the guitar and one part Mary Ford on the vocals. Both parts coming to you from Hollywood's Radio City. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Oh my, those three tones, the sound of NBC. Such a familiar sound from those many years ago, closing out a 15-minute radio show that aired throughout 1950. Later, starting in 1956, NBC promoted color television with its famous Peacock logo. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s, and I'm Sam Waldron. You've undoubtedly figured out by now that today's show is focused on Les Paul and Mary Ford. In September 1952, after they recorded I'm Sitting on Top of the World, Mary Ford and Les Paul sailed for London, where they entertained for Queen Elizabeth II and the royal family. Back in the States, they performed at Carnegie Hall in 1955 and at the White House for President Dwight Eisenhower in 1956. Les Paul got all the guitar credit, but Mary played too, as you'll hear on this recording of Whispering.
teaming up with two guitars and an electronic device that could make it sound like a lot more, Les Paul and Mary Ford, and a song called Whispering. Well, in their later years of performing together, Paul and Ford struggled to find a new niche that would help them compete with rock and roll. They tried Hawaiian music, but that didn't go anywhere. They went to Nashville and reinvented themselves as a country-western act. In 1963, they put out an album called Swingin' South. Here's a track from that album called Call On Me. If you want to go walking, I got some walking shoes. Oh, yes, I have. If you want to do some talking, I know all the news. Oh, yes, I do. Now, baby, if you feel like this world of yours is turning wrong side out, then call on me, pretty baby, I'll straighten it out. If you want to go dancing, Shoes, oh yes I have. If you want a romance, I can do that too. Oh yes I can. Now baby, if you feel like this world of yours is turning wrong side out, then call on me, pretty baby, I'll straighten it out. Just call on me. Call on me. Call on me. I got some dancing shoes, oh yes I have, if you want a romance, I can do that too, oh yes I can, now baby if you feel like this world of yours is turning wrong side out, then call on me pretty baby, I'll straighten it Just call on me. Call on me. Just call on me. I'll come running right back to you. If you wanna go dancing, I got some dancing shoes. Oh yes, I have. If you wanna romance, I can do that too. Oh yes, I can. This world of yours is turning wrong side out And call on me, pretty baby, I'll straighten it out Just call on me Call on me Just call on me Les Paul and Mary Ford on a country album they made in 1963. Personally, I think this shows they had the potential to morph their sound into country music, but... This was the last album they made together. They started divorce proceedings soon after it came out. That divorce was apparently pretty messy, and Mary Ford wound up marrying once again to a guy she had known since high school. Well, I want to go back now to the early 50s for another one of their very popular songs from the days when things were still very good between them. This is called I Really Don't Want to Know. Thank you. 
and set your soul aglow. How many, how many, I wonder, but I really don't want to know. So After Les Paul and Mary Ford split up, each of them tried to make it on their own, but they didn't have much success. Mary passed away at the age of 53 in 1977. On occasion, Les Paul returned to his studio. He and fellow guitarist Chet Atkins recorded a couple of albums, one of them called Chester and Lester. Two years before his death in 2009, Les Paul was filmed for a documentary called Chasing Sound, and it's worth watching. Les Paul and Mary Ford opened our show by introducing themselves, and I'm going to let them close it with a song I really like, sort of a dreamy version of Wrap Your Troubles in Dreams. When skies are cloudy and gray, they're only So wrap your troubles and dreams Dream your troubles away Till the sunshine peeps through There's only one thing to do Just wrap your troubles and dreams and dream your troubles away castles may tumble that's fate after all life's really funny that way no need to Smile as they fall Weren't you king for a day, say 
Just remember the sunshine Always follows the rain So wrap your troubles and dreams And dream your troubles away Just remember the sunshine Always follows the rain So wrap your troubles in dreams And dream your troubles away And dream your troubles Away and dream your troubles.